Why are we using the old system? I broke the new one. Hey there, welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits here at the Recycle Garage. Sunny, 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 sunny. Oh, so fucking sunny. Yeah. Santa Cruz. Super sunny. Yes. California. It, was, it was the start of bikini weather. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Had, to no just, had to just throw in extra sunnies because it was so it was gorgeous. Okay. Double edged sword. I will get to that as soon as I introduce Winter everyone. is coming. Hey, this is Liza in the house. What's up, my people? Hey, hey, hey. That was awesome, Liza. That was the best one yet. Thank you. I've been practicing. That was so good. No. I practice in the mirror. She practices once a week on Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> if you call it practicing. Running the board, we have Zach. I exist. Over in the corner, we got Adrian. Hello. And next to Adrian, we got Naked Jim. Uh, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and then right next to me, really, really, really close... Uncomfortably close, even. Oh, <laughs> uncomfortable for you. This is just perfect. This is knock. Hi. And joining us after a hiatus is uh, James. What's up? On a new bike. We'll get to that. And then uh, riding the couch, we got Jim. Jim Cycles. The one and only Jim of Jim Cycles. And uh, looking pretty on the couch, as usual, is Jim. No, that's that would be Kat. Hi. <laughs> Jim's pretty. Yeah. Yeah. We're pretty comfortable on the couch. Hey, next to that, we got Douglas. Yo, here. And sliding in, now we got Fruit Loop. How you doing? <laughs> and over in the corner, I got Charlie. Hello. <laughs> hello. Uh, hello. Hi. Is that Knock or Charlie? Hello. Hello. So the knock, you do to get Charlie. The, the, the double edged sword to which I refer <laughs> is with the nice weather comes the beach traffic. So yeah, we have had so much traffic that you cannot ride anywhere here. It's just yeah. so much. I mean, well, we had to go head to the hills, which was great. But just around town is just ridiculous. Yeah. It's like summer. I, this is the thing. We put up with this summer traffic in the summer, this being a resort and all. But in the winter, I don't want to put up with it. Yeah. It's, it's February, not right. you. July. See, but the issue is, is you stayed in town. Like, well, I a, got out of town, went to Pinnacle's National, National Monument, and that was an awesome ride. 25? The pavement was good, 25, yeah. Well, I was just going to ride to Hollister just to get out because it was so nice. And I got to Hollister, and I'm like, well, this is just the gateway. Why would I turn around now? Yeah. And, yeah, right, that red light right by the golf course on 25, where you just get the whoa, open it up. And then for, like, the next hour, it was just great. So get out of town, Liza. Yeah. I know. Come up to the hills. Come play with us. Yeah, there's a clam chatter festival. That's why there was so much traffic oh, there, too. Oh, yeah. So. And there was, like, some surfing thing, I think. Yeah. Yeah, sir. yeah. as well as the boardwalk Bunch just of being open. Yeah. And, yeah. So, I, well, Jim went for a nice ride. I was a little bitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you went for a ride finally. I did. I finally got to ride the Super Duke. That mm. was nice. And how is your butthole? <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> that was yesterday. You're giggling. Yesterday. <laughs> That's the most giggling I've seen you do in a while. It, the seat is, it, it hits my pelvis in a way that it's a, it makes it a little sore. So I actually do end up with a, like a sore ass. <laughs> <laughs> it is a pure butt bike. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is. Um, but 
you know, I knew that that bike would have power. That's what everyone talks about. And when I nah. rode one a little while ago, <laughs> I knew that's what to expect. And I said, I want a bike that I fear. Um, but what I didn't expect is how well that bike handles. It corners, it breaks, it's so easy. It just drops in and it hugs the road. It feels like it's like stuck to the road. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, so we went and did, uh, a bunch of us did stuff. Uh, Charlie, you did some rides yesterday. What did you do? Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's preface the ride that Charlie did on a Harley. Well, um, yeah. Wait, what? I rode, I rode, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we need on a to Harley have a down soon. Highway 9. Did you ride Mandem? <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> manned up. Was he it, he said I was, he said I was good. Were there any tassels involved? <laughs> Um, Define tassel. They were twirling. The they were twirling on his pasties. Yeah. <laughs> that takes talent, Charlie. I'm just saying, you got to get him in opposite. There was nothing to hold on to except his body. <laughs> when I heard this idea last night, uh, I looked at south. him as he was saying it. He's like, "Oh yeah, he's gonna. He's, we'll just ride two up on the way back." And I looked at the bike and I looked at, at Shay and I was like, "Okay, <laughs> it'll make a good story in the podcast." Yeah, <laughs> I want to hear all about this. I, I was hoping Wait. there was going to be another option in the morning. There really Wait, wasn't. He's got naked lady clutch levers too. Yeah, <laughs> he does. <laughs> oh, Those things geez. are old. Really? Naked lady clutch yeah. levers. Yeah. I was like, you're gonna bit, you're gonna ride <laughs> two up on that. All right, Still buddy. time you can finger bag a chick, maybe. You know? yeah. <laughs> they don't have heads though. Really? That's the most important part is they're decapitated naked ladies. We also did a JFR today. Yay! Uh, yay! Well, you did a ride yesterday too. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. yeah. We rode with Clay. I was with yeah. him. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, Clay's birthday. Birthday ride, yeah. Yeah, we we met up at uh, Apple Jacks past um, 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 Alice's. Alice's, yeah, off of eighty four. So you went riding up in the hills. Yeah, we the, took Highway yeah. One up there just to get there pretty quickly because we were oh, running a little late. Um, and then we met up. We were at Apple Jacks for a little bit, and then we went on the ride. And it was a more technical, like goat trail kind of. But it was Pescador Creek and the rest. It was really nice. It was definitely like not, you know how you say, Adrian, like, oh, it's a, uh, what the, what the pace? What's the word he uses? It's spirited. spirited. Not a spirited pace. <laughs> like a bat out of hell. It's like a race. But w- with uh, Clay in the front and the and the SFMC, uh, they, those guys ride pretty well. But it was just it was very fun. Nice cruise. Very fun. I could keep up on my 650. So. Yeah. They weren't going that fast then. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, um... Let's see, and then so yeah, so Jim and Nock and I had a great ride yesterday. Hey, can I compliment you on you're a smooth rider? Oh, thanks. I don't. I think it was the I, bike. I know. No, I know you feel like you aren't smooth, but you're pretty smooth. You guys left me in, in behind pretty quickly. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I am still, you know, grappling with trying to figure out that bike, but. It is by far the easiest bike I've ridden once you get throttle control. The only downside mm-hmm. to it is that it's it's like a junkyard dog on a chain saying, let me go, let me go. And sometimes it gets a little herky-jerky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you can find the right gearing to be in, and, I mean, the brakes and the, the – I, I usually brake into turns. I didn't have to brake into turns because uh, with that slipper clutch and engine braking, it just dropped in perfect. So I never went in hot into a turn, which I think is why I, I probably rode smoother than usual. You're actually focused on the road as yeah. opposed to like technique or whatever. Is that what it was? You it think? was a lot more forgiving yeah. of going in too hot to that's, a turn. The slipper clutch is huge. Being able to have that when you're coming into the turns, like up on yeah. nine, that's a big deal, I think. 
Did you uh, have you ever have you ridden James's bike yet, or that street mm-hmm. triple? Oh my god! I think I, everything you're saying is exactly how I feel about his bike. So yeah, James. Yeah, literally. Tell us what you got, so, since uh, Mike just did. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so yesterday I, I got a 2009 uh, street triple R. Nice. Um, very very nice. I rode it home. Oh, it's the R. It's the R. Oh, okay, yeah, there you it's, go. It's not the there, normal street triple. That explains R. it. So it's uh, I feel basically the same way that you do, Liza, on your uh, on your Super Duke. I don't really need to, you know, I can let the let the engine break for me, and when I do need to break, you know, there's plenty of power there, um, mm-hmm. and it's less focusing on technique and more just on the road. But it's a monster. That thing just wants to go. Yeah. So just to finish, so yeah, I felt that yesterday was just a perfect day of we did a little bit of wrenching in the day, and then did this great ride through the hills and ended up with some dinner and beers of which I had a beer. Wow. She had a beer. They were all shot. Wow. <laughs> it, yeah. it was a very you special You drank day. the whole thing, too. You should, you should have no, seen the, uh, I, left, I left an inch. Oh, you should have okay. seen the tentacles come out of her back. It's scary. Let it happen again. We almost said angry, the angry drunk. Yeah. They kept kind of looking at me like uh, something might happen. She like, punched <laughs> the bartender out. We're <laughs> waiting for your head to spin around. <laughs> she yeah, knocked I, out I, two I grown f- men. <laughs> she did get a little chatty, though. Yeah. No, I, I figured Liza for like a fruity drink cocktail, like Pinky's out, can have a drink, but, you know, whatever. No. No, once you throw that up once, projectile vomit, something fruity, you don't go back. <laughs> Ruined forever. Oh, like yeah, Everclear and Kool-Aid? And what? Uh, Why would you do that to a friend? <laughs> who, who else got? Who said a, it was a friend. Who else got <laughs> a good ride in yesterday? Anyone? You want to talk about the ride you all did today, then, Doug and Cat? Sure. Sure. <laughs> okay. okay, that was amazing. It was cool. <laughs> cool ride. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Um, we uh, we went to Hollister. Um, we drove to Hollister with the bikes in the back. Got there, and uh, we actually met up with some friends. Um, we road mainly so we went up what uh yeah we did lower field, lower field uh and yeah. then onto rancho up into up into i can't remember the tra- name of the trail and then just back down for like a 40 minute loop uh, or so high road um, to all of our yeah, return no we didn't do high road again okay. but um and doug what were you riding i <laughs> <laughs> finally riding the rm125 <laughs> so yeah how, how feels, was it it feels really good um i i had uh Richen the the mixture up. I was doing forty to one before mm-hmm. premix, and now I'm doing thirty two. Um, and it, I, I was th- throughout the day. I was like, man, I don't remember this thing being is. I remember it being a lot more snappy with the power. And it wasn't until Cat said something at the end of the day that I realized it's because the mixtures hmm. a lot more oil. And I thought maybe when I put it back together, I had somehow retarded the timing or something. But mm. um, it's so still fun. It's just not as it's not as peppy as it used to be. But Aww. it can be. You just got to change the, the mixture. But did you fall in love again? Lee? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. Nice. Yeah, it, was, uh, it was like everything came back because I mean the to- two totally different bikes, four strokes and two strokes, and then you have to ride a two stroke way differently from on the dirt anyway. But uh, yeah, everything came back. It was it was great. Well, I'm glad that that worked out since since your two your 250 is still sitting here. Yeah, well, I just need I need a valve and a valve guide and uh, um, the guide. The guide, the guide uh, and a couple other small tidbits, but uh, as soon as I have all those things in one hand, oh, I'll, wait, I'll the be valve able to, guides got bitched up. I'm yeah, gonna, yeah. So the so valve, yeah. Tell the, the prognosis. Valve, uh, so I was in Hollister again, and the yeah. thing acted like it was running out of gas, and uh, um, it was it got into the engine, and one of the one of the exhaust valves had stuck closed. So the little retainer clip, you know, those two yeah. clips that come keeper. together, yeah, the it. keeper. One of them came out and uh, bent the valve, and so. Um, did the yeah, seats it was, look okay? 
the valve seat? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, everything looks okay. The valve is like barely, barely bent. I had to roll yeah. it on a surface to, to make sure it was bent. But it is bent. I'm just going to replace everything in there just just in case. That was yeah. a cool video. You made the video about that, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. One shot. <laughs> <laughs> One take. So, yeah, I just need to get some parts. And as soon as I do, I can have it back together in an hour. And then we did a lot of shit again today. People were working on bikes. There's their ride on uh, Westcliff with yeah, the I 30 Triumphs. So I led the, the official um, Triumph Motorcycle Club Westcliff rally. <laughs> so for, for people who weren't here today, um, so we're all out there we wrenching. And like a, bi- a group showed up because like it James and Mason and Matt and Andy Club. and Desmond and like... All these people. Yeah, a lot of people showed, showed up. up. It was a yeah, busy it was a full and house, then, and then and then a group of I don't know twelve, fourteen, mostly triumphs, all showed up. I have the text. That many? I have oh, the geez. text from him saying we're going to show up. I said no problem. Oh, I'm glad he told <laughs> I'll you. I'll put the I'm video. So, the um, shout yeah. out to uh, Christopher and Adrian who came, brought a group down, and in. So they showed up and he came up and introduced me. Hey, this we're Christopher and Adrian. We've we've you know emailed you. I'm like, oh hey guys, and I look at everyone else and I recognize that look in their eyes because I've seen it before. Yeah, what the fuck are we when, doing here? When a listener <laughs> comes uh, down here and brings a group with them, and all the other people are looking around like, why am I here? Why is that? <laughs> people start hiding their wallets and shit. Yeah, <laughs> and you just see people like look at what? Why am I in a parking lot? And who are these people? So I just started kind of going up and like. It's what actually is that a giant hey. dildo coming It was way. fun, yeah, though. They were a... they were super nice. It was cool when they rode up. We some were going to sell them Avon products and uh, put them in a <laughs> part of a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm gonna, uh, I got a video of the ride. I'll put it up on YouTube. Um, yeah, it was really cool. And I was talking to one of the women. And I explained, like, oh, yeah, this is Co-op Garage. And then we record a podcast. She's like, oh, really? I've never heard of you. She goes, I, I do one, too. So she's part of the Forever Two Wheels podcast. Cool. That uh, Paul Brown from the Dirtbag Challenge uh, started. That cool. I, I need to jo- go check out now. Yep. Okay. So yeah, I'm excited was to that, check him out. Was that Michelle? She actually writes for City Bike as well. Yeah. Uh, and I mentioned that too. we had search. What's in the there. name of that podcast? The, the Dirtbag. For, for Forever Two Wheels. So I'm gonna check that out. They got a Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. So we had all these people show up, and it was just a lot of fun, and uh, even other people showed. I was just. It was it was chocolate. Yeah, like we had a couple bikes here. It was we had some new people show up. And yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, and Adrian pulls up in the truck and has that look like what, what? is going <laughs> on? I mean, yeah. the bikes are spilling out into like the driving lane. There's yeah. no it's usually like okay, you have the line of bikes that are being worked on. The people have parked behind them. But now it was like bike, bike and then a third row of bikes and then two of the spaces have been taken <laughs> up as well. Yeah. Like, my, oh my 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 dig was like that's the most number of tramps I've ever seen in a parking lot that's not leaking or that came in there on its own power. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that still has the magic smoke inside of them. That's well, the thing. That are running that well in a sunny environment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the thing that was so weird. We usually have more janky bikes than nice bikes yeah. here. Yeah. There was like two janky bikes and like 30 nice bikes. Yeah, and some of those bikes were nice. And even yeah. Barry showed up on his uh, Gucci. vintage Gucci yeah, with the yeah. aluminum tank. Yeah, that like hand hand hammered yeah. aluminum tank. It oh. was it was kind of yeah. too nice. I was feeling like, ooh, I'm going to go back to my scooter, <laughs> working on my scooter. <laughs> well, you had the nice Super Duke there too, so you were adding to it. I know. Talking about the Super Duke, today was the first time I've seen you in a long time get excited about a Westcliff drive. 
Because I was like on a ride like mm-hmm. that. Because I was going to ask you something, and you're like, yeah, whatever. We're going for a ride. See ya. And you do like everybody else normally does on a Sunday afternoon. Is like, yeah, whatever's going on, I'm just going to bounce and go for a ride. That's because I went and I blocked traffic oh, so yeah. that the group oh. could ride on Westcliff uninterrupted. You oh. did pretty uh, good. The blocker. Yes. Those those twin exhaust pipes gives you that authority, doesn't it? It's just mm-hmm. that, that she just wanted to show it off at every intersection. Stop, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> I was able to just zoom up the bike lane and go block. And it should be a it's new a trend, Liza. Bike. Every Sunday you should block for a, a just for no reason. <laughs> just there stop was, at the middle of the were, intersection. Yeah, <laughs> there were stops that Liza didn't really need a block. There were no cars. <laughs> 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 I just, she was like, I, I got this. You can see it was a straightaway. There were no cars at all coming in a very long time, and just stop there. Yeah. Do you know why, Charlie? For safety? No, because the best part is when you're in the back and you get to race back up to the front. <laughs> <laughs> it makes a ride in traffic more fun that way. You just way. want to let out the super dude. Well, not too. It, because I could, that's why. Mm. But you know what else I can do? I can rant. Because it's time oh, for my oh, Christmas oh, rant. Oh. You gotta stop selling bikes. Normally, I think like your the Craigslist rants are a little overdone because we keep doing them. I do believe that this week is truly an epic one. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> All right. So here's the deal. We've got a theme going tonight. Our topic tonight is going to be bonehead things. Mm-hmm. All right. So. As you know, I keep every time somebody contacts me with a question that isn't answered in the ad, I I, I change the ad to a- have the answer to that question, and then if it's not answered well enough, I'll go back and put more information. <laughs> but um, this one, I thought it was legit because you can always tell if somebody's uh, grammar isn't good or the spelling is bad. I, uh, you know, it's janky. But I got this person who said, "Hey, I'm interested." <clears throat> in the mini bike uh, and I and uh, they explained that they live up in the hills up in the mountains and they need something to get around down into the town of which I then came back with you know this is not street legal because I stated it in the ad not street legal and they responded oh yes I understand that um, I'm a short person I'm just looking for a small bike that I can travel in the hills only i know i can't go down into the city and the police up here don't care up in the up in the <laughs> mountains so i'm like oh must be lompico like it, yes it was lompico <laughs> <laughs> and so i'm like oh this might be a good match this could be good and we went back and forth about what times were available to see it and we set uh saturday afternoon and so i said just check in with me friday night Let's touch base. And she never did, as usual, because most people who set something don't follow through. Uh, So I thought, all right, well, that fell apart, but oh well. So Saturday morning, I get a text from her saying, hey, sorry I didn't get back to you last night. Something came up, but just checking in. um, I'm wondering what time you're coming over today. What? (laughs) 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 I'm like, huh? I said, oh, I will be in the garage after 12 for you to come down. I was like, I want to make sure we're clear. Of which she then responded, huh? No, you're coming to me, right? <laughs> no, I said, no, I don't, I don't deliver. And she said, well, I, but I explained to you how I don't have a vehicle to get around. You need to bring it to me so I can test ride it. I've seen you deliver before, Liza. 
And, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, mailman. what? No, like, no. Do you want a pony with that too? Um, yeah, yeah. It's right. just like, what? And then, she, and then she's but like. But she was like pinched. Then she's she like, like, you know, I rearranged my schedule to be available today. <laughs> Wait, but you can't leave your fucking house. What, 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 what schedule, schedule do you have? And, and I, I just, I'm just like. She's got meth cooking out back. She's yeah. got to yeah. 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 watch like, your timer. I, I, I don't deliver. And uh, yeah, she's like. You know, it'll cost me a hundred bucks just to get down off the mountain to see it. I would rather just pay you extra money to bring it to me. In what meth, kind of meth, bus is she taking? Well, meth, Jesus Christ! The bus pass bus. is three dollars. Yeah. She wants to pay in meth dollars. So the thing I feel like is is uh, I think most of us here in this room have a handful of people we could call at any time of day to get assistance for something like this. If you don't have anyone in your life who can help you. I don't know what you've done in your life, but I don't want to transact with you. It's kind of how I feel. You don't want to be yeah, part yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a part of that. That said, <laughs> she said yeah. she'd call me back today and, tr- and try and get a ride down here and never did. Yeah, you don't want to be in that train wreck. So that's my rant. Like, what the fuck, people? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wanted to say, like, on what planet do people selling something on Craigslist deliver it to you? Yeah, and not uh, deliver for, like, sale, but um, deliver for a test ride. Yeah, yeah bullshit, I got man. my R6 delivered. Oh, you know what? We should <laughs> listen. Let me tell you something. You should have sent me and Zach and Charlie up there to do uh, like a mobile fuck. You know what I mean? Well, something. Here's something what I told her, and I won't negotiate anything unless they come down in person and see the bike. I won't negotiate with terrorists. Yeah, <laughs> or methods. And I said, hey, look, if you Same get thing. down here and ride it and pay for it. I might be able to find a way to help you get it. But I'm not going to bring it to you to test ride. So how about this for an experiment? List them all for a grand and see how your replies change. I honestly think your replies will go up. Not kidding. Know. I mean, oh, this it, thing it, might be valuable. It's exactly. The, no, it's what? the saga or, of a $500 motorcycle. Well, what it is, is a custom uh, bike. That's what you've got. Mm-hmm. You raise it up to a, a grand and people will try to haggle you down to 500 <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's happen. Just take it. Just take it. Yeah, yeah I guess that's, that. that's not a bad idea. I think that's a bad idea. As your idea. social experiment continues. So, keeping in stride with the topic of bonehead, did anyone do anything bonehead, boneheaded today? No. Yeah. Yeah, Mike. What'd you do? Um, <laughs> I I dropped Charlie's bike yesterday. <laughs> yeah, he dropped my bike and broke my peg five feet out of the parking lot. Wow. The re- but that wasn't really bonehead because everyone drops bikes, right? He was yeah, turning right. the GoPro. Don't on. drop. No, I never bikes. dropped I the fucking bike. Of course you did. <laughs> Listen. What happened? Let me tell you. This is what happened. This is how it went. Here we go. So we're going up the driveway, and he's like, oh, let me ride your cruiser back down to the mountains. You know, and I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll take your bike. Fine. No problem. Yeah. That's how it went, right? Yeah, we were like, okay, cool. We'll trade, whatever. Yeah. You know, so you do. I hopped on the bike. You know, Pumpkin's been out of commission for a while. It's like I haven't ridden a sport bike in forever. Wait, so, so, so like what are you saying? Weeks. Yeah, it's a, exactly. it's a combination of like three different things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, so, it was not my fault. You is... see what I'm saying? I'm, I'm just trying to set it up and let you know how it really went down. So we get to the top of the driveway, and I've got my GoPro mounted on the back of uh, my cruiser. So he's sitting at the top of the driveway, revving the fucking engine, and I lean over to hit the, to hit the GoPro, and as I'm leaning over, the bike starts rolling back. Ah, uh, so you didn't get this on... I did. You did. We got, <laughs> I fucking did. Oh, we got two frames. Two yeah. frames of it. Yeah, me on the floor, like, like I'm help, I'm falling, I can't get up, and like the light like shining out, you know? So trust me, we'll have this thing up on YouTube. You guys can watch it. <laughs> we yeah. captured a couple of boneheaded things on camera today. We'll be putting up a video of that. One of, one of which 
his mic try to get his leg <laughs> over my super tube. <laughs> <laughs> we got a name for it. It's we the, call it the DA. Plus your little heart. I never realized how short your little legs are. No, it's not. baggy pants. That bag on the back of your bike, it's a chastity belt. It keeps men from entering your motorcycle. That's security protocol. That's what keeps people from stealing the bike. It's called the warrantless... Warrantless uh, search. Search, mouth. yeah. He, it's he, a he looked like kick. a three-year-old first day in ballet class, just kicking his leg up in there. Yeah, but hold on. Let me say. <laughs> the, let me let me explain how how you look getting on the fucking bike. You look like Jean Claude Van Damme. You know that thing when he does this split up in the air and his like just like freezes and then he just pivots from the knee and then like like sets down while he's like screaming about something. Without well, the screaming. You learned a new technique for getting on a bike. And what do you call this technique? The DEA door kick. <laughs> it was a good door the kick, too. The drug bust. It's like, you know, it's a drug bust. It's when you lean back and you pick your leg up and you just kick right through the fucking door. It's and the mod- you, you yeah. find yourself on the other side of the bike. You just kick, <laughs> you just kick the bike over. And, and you, yeah, have you ever thought in, of uh, If you're not too short, you don't knock the bike over. In, in England, it's the Monty Python, like, funny walks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The Ministry yeah, yeah. of Funny Walks. Yeah. Or, or you could just stand on the foot peg and swing your leg over there. Or the you yeah. could stretch. Oh, Mike, yeah. do some yoga. I, I probably have the same I pulled the muscle. leg length as you. I'm going to say, I pulled a, a hemi right and here. I can kick over a top case. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Yeah, I know. You know what it was? It, it, I feel like there's two. There's three ways. Doug just said there's the third way. You you do the door kick or you do the Jean-Claude Van Damme or you just get up on the peg and, and kind of you know work your way over. Get on it like a horse. Hey, real quick. I forgot to share. We do have an email this week. But this email was in... This is an, an email in response to one of my bikes for sale. What a piece of shit. This is, <laughs> this is the CB900. I think you guys will enjoy this one. So CB900 Street Tracker Project for sale. And the, the, the person said, is this item still for sale? If yes, a few questions. Did it come <laughs> from the factory with the CB900C engine and 10-speed dual-range transmission? Mm-hmm. I've never heard of this model before. Is it rare? Does it need a seat, brake light, or shocks? When was the last time it was running? Engine turnover? All of these are answered in the ad. Does it have a title or reg? If you are thinning your herd, do you have any other motorcycles for sale? I don't have all the cash now. Will you take a down payment and hold it? <laughs> I, I also have a cashier check for $10,000 from Stop my cousin, uh, the, king of, Nigeria. the king of cruising hardium. <laughs> oh, that's no, got to be okay. Phil from Cleveland I'll, Modium. I'll send it to you, cash it, take 1000 out, 500 for the bike and 500 for your trouble, and send the rest back in a Western Union money order. That's, Dude, that's Phil. Or, or trade a KTM Super Duke. I think I can get this bike up and running with some help. I listen to this podcast once a week, and with the information I get from them, I have learned a lot. Devoted listener and fan, the Furminator. So, Furman. yes, I was like, all right, okay. Mm-hmm. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, who was it, though? It is a listener. I believe it's Mark. Oh, man, that sounds like something Phil would do, like the, his reverse podcast. Yeah. So back to boneheaded things. Jim, the reason we brought you here. Because I'm thinking over your years, how long have you been working on bikes? Started in 81. All right. So over the years, have you seen some bonehead things people do? I'm No doubt multitudes of them, but uh, I try not to dwell on them. So they, <laughs> <laughs> they, go, they go back in the annals because it, every day brings more... Uh, interesting stuff now yeah. and to your credit the last time we tried to take the x the xl175 to you you said no mm. so, <laughs> <laughs> smart decision yeah. 
Yeah, I, I actually, because we were talking about getting, making it safe. Just make it safe to ride. You said, then buy a different motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> I was aghast that you had the audacity. audacity just, you were selling this bike to some poor little girl <laughs> <laughs> that has no clue as to what she was getting herself into. And I oh, thought, she had a clue. Well, I mean, she didn't act like she did. <laughs> she had already crashed that bike more than once. Yeah, yeah. she caused a lot of the problems on it. <laughs> but yeah. still, right. So what, what are some of the things you've seen come through that you just can't believe? Well, the one that comes to mind thinking about coming here tonight was I had a, a guy with a like a 79 CB 750 or mm-hmm. bike and it was a Saturday and uh, he had me get it running for him and it left the on uh, uh, Saturday afternoon with the bike and the next day Sunday the gang and I went out for a ride and all that come we come back and sitting around the the um, deck and doing our bench racing you know and stuff <laughs> and a and a pickup or not a pickup but a, a SUV comes down with this bike strapped on the back of the SUV and three people get out. He's one of them, and he says, I can't, it won't start. I, I've been trying this thing all day. It will not start. And I, we were sitting there, and I thought, okay, I, okay, you want me to start it for you? And he said, yeah, I want you to start it for me. And I, this was a crapshoot because I did not know whether they had a problem or not. But So I go back. I, he said, I'll take it off for you. I, don't, you don't have to take it off. So I go back to the bike, look up. Sure enough, kill switch is on. <laughs> hit the kill switch, Classic. hit the starter button, boom, starts up right under there. You should have been like, you I, fucking asshole. Of course. <laughs> of course. There, are not many, there aren't many times when you look like a hero to your associates. Yeah. Most of them like to gig you. So. Yeah, they're all laughing but like, you ah, he brought the bike back. You should have made something up like it was a flux capacitor, I told you. <laughs> no, shit, well, people, people will take that seriously. So this was obviously one of those, old, like, the capper Gold was the, the gal. The gal who had the car that they strapped this oh, thing no. onto at great length and thing looked at him and said, "You." <laughs> he, they, he had run them around oh, <laughs> trying to haul this bike around, and that, that's all it was. <laughs> it was yeah. <laughs> that's the worst when you like tear into something mm. thinking it's like some big issue, and then you find out it's the teeniest, tiniest so little thing that simple. you just skipped over. You're like, oh, I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. Yeah, tons of those, <laughs> yep. actually, though. Yeah. I did a bonehead thing today. I, um, Doug, you were helping me take the cover off of that uh, Elite 150 that I'm trying to get running better so I can sell it. Uh-huh. And uh, we took the pulley cover off, and the belt seemed to be okay, and I took the two uh, the pulleys uh, off just to kind of make sure everything was working right, and I put it back, and the, the one of the the halves of the pulleys when i put it on apparently it wasn't on to the teeth very well but i just tightened the nut, nut up tight enough that it actually gripped it sort of mm-hmm. oh, so that as soon as i got the bike running and just went in the parking lot it just made this horrendous and i just shredded the inside gears of the pulley. Oh, no. <laughs> so now it's all, it's not so just the belt now. It's like. Yeah, so I had to go on eBay uh, and order another pulley half. Damn. <sighs> Oops. You know, when you're just kind of rushing. Or, sure. You know. 
that's yeah. It's who, who else has got something bonehead they've done? Um, well, there's one I did here. We may have talked about it before. Um, so a guy comes in. He's got the brakes. You know, he's trying to rebu- rebuild his brakes, and they're not working. They're not working. Um, oh like, yeah. He squeezes them. Alon. Yeah, Alon. Yes. Yes. And you know, he's pulling. He's like pulling on the brake lever. He can sort of get it. Sort of working. We're taking apart every little piece of this, like segment by segment, because it's got this weird crossover on it. Taking things apart, putting new pieces in, and then it was probably a good two hours, whatever it was. We realized that when we took one of the bolts out, it wasn't a banjo bolt; it was a regular bolt. <laughs> a regular bolt. <laughs> yeah. So there was no hole for the brake fluid to go through. And he had <laughs> bought new calipers. Yeah, he, he bought spent new like three hundred dollars no. oh, on so calipers. Shitty. That sucks. I remember that. Yeah. Yep. All right, Jim, you got any more fun ones? Well, yeah, probably. The the one, my own screw-ups are oh, probably I'm, more yeah. entertaining than <laughs> anything. There you go. And you work alone, so you get to hide them. <laughs> well, this is more of a writing story than oh, it okay. is. Anything. But I, it, it, uh, I happen to be a, a little older than some of you here. So, <laughs> But uh, somewhere back in uh, when I was 52, I decided... You know, I'd like to ride dirt bikes, something I was never (laughs) able to do because I had folks that weren't really appreciative of bikes at all. So I had to get through the service and out and start learning on the street. Wait, 52? That's when you finally moved out of your parents' home? Yeah. (laughs) I was a slow... uh, (laughs) (laughs) But nonetheless, uh, I got... Somebody had dropped off a 350 Honda uh, XL and I... It was... you fixed it up like you do here and got it going. And a friend of mine and I, so I said, well, okay, I've, I haven't ridden on the dirt. I never rode, so I will, uh, uh, I'll learn. And he said, oh, yeah, I'll show you how to do that. We'll, we'll go. So we go out to Hollister, and it's summertime, of course, which means it wasn't exactly the softest dirt out mm-hmm. there. So, so we're riding around a couple of laps and all this, all, and taking a little trail. <clears throat> and uh, I thought I was doing pretty good. And then all of a sudden, the wheels just came out from underneath this thing and dropped me on my side big time just smacked down on the side and uh it was painful <laughs> very yeah. painful. but i managed to get it up and, and he he had gone around the corner and, and missed me and turned around and came back fortunately fortunately this bike started on the first kick and it wasn't one of those that usually did that so right. i was able to get on it and get back to the truck so we got him he got through with our day and went in and i said Oh man, this my hip is just driving me crazy here. I just, I just, I don't know what you know to do. So uh, I said, okay, I'll give it some time and it'll get better. And so I was working a couple of weeks. I worked, and then uh, I said, and it was getting better. So then I worked on one bike all day and I was on my feet all day. And at the end of that day, I said, nah, something's just not right. So I went down to <clears throat> the dock in Fort Ord. And he says, well, go get an X-ray. Sure enough. <laughs> I had broken the knob off the femur. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, yeah. Yikes. And it had kind oh of healed back a oh. bit. And your reaction to that was something's just not right three oh. weeks later. <laughs> so That's he said, hardcore, man. She said, just go to the hospital, Palo Alto, go to the hospital. And the, so they screwed it together. They broke, had to break it and put it right because it had healed in a screw way oh, so they had to it. they had to screw it together that way 
but uh, that didn't really work. The, <laughs> the three week wait was yeah, put it late. kind of put it over the top. So my learning experience on dirt bike riders now means that I have a fresh new titanium hip oh. <laughs> <laughs> and a, I, and a, a much better uh, feeling about dirt bike riders that I'll wait till my next incarnation. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll try to get an earlier start when I'm young and flexible instead of old and brittle. Degeminator. Yeah. So besides my XL175, um, is there? have you turned down work from for other people? Have, have people brought Oh, I have to, to. There's just no way. I mean, I cannot do... Being everything in the shop, from the mechanic to the secretary to the phone <laughs> answer to the the janitor to the bill payer to everything i only have so amount of time i and i and i certainly would like to take care of everyone but there's just some hopeless cases out there that come in that, that you just know that these people definitely want to have something but they just don't appreciate how much this is going to be and how little right. what they have is worth <laughs> so yeah. this place here is a you know an obvious place to to do that if you're prepared to follow through and do your own public public stuff. shaming yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. prepared to be publicly shamed well liza does provide a very supportive learning atmosphere right? <laughs> <laughs> As long as you get you could, dicked on your first day, you could yeah. you could call it that. Yeah, I, I yelled yeah. at I yelled at Jim a lot today. Yeah. Yeah. I got a, I got a question though. What are like the most common simple mistakes you see people make? Like when people oh the worst like the top of, ones like this would have been so easily prevented. Yeah, they come in and they want to tune up on their bike because it isn't performing in the ways that they would prefer, and um, okay, so you go through the drill, you do the, check the valves, and there's. You might have to do a little adjustment, but there's clearance. That wasn't a factor. Well, mm -hmm. change the oil, change the plugs. Well, plugs last long. That's not the thing. But what you do is you put air in the tires. And they, <laughs> and they will come back and say, that thing has never run so good. Yeah. And I know yeah. I didn't do squat to that bike except just check and make sure everything was okay. But they'll never put air in their tires. Yeah, just 180 bucks, have, please. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> won't do it. And it, it it's incredible that something that easy and simple to address completely eclipses people's mind. Oh. They just don't just don't think about it. Who yeah. in here can knows the air pressure in their motorcycle right now? Yeah, I do. I do. Knock does. Yep. Wait, I know the it's one. It's not meant to pick on anybody. No, I do. But no. it's going to turn into that. I, I usually wait until which bike, it's like but the yes, I do. Latest. All right. Yeah. I know I the do. dirt bike pressure. I, li I like it bike. better when they're low. Yeah, I usually wait. Like I'll I'll be like I usually wait till like I'm actually doing because I commute on both of my bikes every day so it's like I just like eh, I don't have time and the next thing you know I'm like uh, you know we're going somewhere and it's like when I go to get gas I'll I'll, I'll go and do it and yeah I, it's I, not I part of my like routine to check it just before I get on the bike check my air pressure unless it's a dirt bike which I do right every single time but yeah so the street bike it's the you check it every once in a while I lied I'm just too lazy to check them. <laughs> with, yeah, with I the, think you did the tin butt with like 12 pounds of pressure in that <laughs> yeah. no, no. Not only that, and th there was oil in the scooter, but not not <laughs> enough, apparently. No, <laughs> it was a nice I film over Yeah, Anyway, we're getting sidetracked here. <laughs> Who else has got a stupid bonehead story? And uh, knock, yeah. you got a ton of them. I got a ton of them. <laughs> uh, my first bike was a Kawasaki ZX 6R Ninja 88, whatever. Uh, Top Gun model. 
Yeah, well, it was kind of no, 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 <laughs> no, no, it looked like a top edition. gun model. But uh, did it come I, uh, with Tom Cruise? No, it came with not Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what I did was uh, I, I, I put double the amount of oil that, that it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. uh, the guy I got it from said he uh, drained all the fluids, and, and I didn't know shit about bikes. I was like, all right, okay. I just went by his word and. I looked at the sight glass and it was dark. I was like, okay, that means it's empty, right? It's dark. <laughs> but it's, it was like full of old ass fucking oil. So I kept dumping oil in there. I was like, oh, two quarts. All right. Yeah. So um, <laughs> rode yeah. it around. Um, fortunately, no hydro locking or anything weird like that. But uh, I got a lot of oil in my airbox mm-hmm. and, uh, and the thing would putter. <laughs> it was a fun time. It was a good learning experience. <laughs> and yep. on those ninjas, uh, the fairing mounts actually are on the tank. And I used a bolt that was too long. <laughs> oh, no. So I screwed the, the fairing uh, back on into the mounts, and I punched through the fucking tank. <laughs> I, went, Wait, this is, I was like, oh, okay, this is going good. Wow, it's going really easy right now. What's all this wet stuff? This is before I knew about JV Weld. And, uh, and fortunately, I had some people at work were sympathetic, and, and they ride bikes too and told me to drain the tank. And... and fixed the hole and it was good but yeah did, did you guys see that video i posted on the recycle page of the the guy who said he knew how to work on bikes and fixed up this two-stroke for somebody oh yeah, yeah. Backwards. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> starts oh, to yeah. let out the clutch it goes backwards <laughs> the yeah. funniest part is this guy laughing at him have you seen that before mm-hmm. Where the bike goes backwards. He can retard the timing so much on a oh. two-stroke that it yeah. starts going backwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know you can do that. Yeah. I was like, how do you, how do, you do that? <laughs> so. He just reminded me, Doug, of your bike that <laughs> ran backwards. Yeah. Which bike was that? And the CB400T. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah. So, Nock, speaking of like early the riding maintenance um, issues uh-huh. <laughs> or mistakes of just not knowing your ass from an elbow. Yeah. Um, when I first got a spoked bike or spoked wheel bike, oh here we go! I did not realize that you had to check your spokes mm-hmm. that they could loosen. So I was up in the city. Um, it was one of the Vamps rides actually. So we're up in the city, and it's like the bike's feeling odd, like the front wheel's wobbling a little bit. So somebody um, that we all know checks is like, "Ah, oh, your wheel bearings are probably going," because you know he puts his <laughs> legs on the tire, and you can see it rock a little bit. But it's like you'll be fine for the ride. Sure enough, um, not. 15 minutes later, throw a spoke through the tube, through the sidewall, into the brake rotor, or into the Whoa. brake. Oh, jeez. Um, what bike was this? Yours. <laughs> <laughs> I had a fucking feeling. It was the XR650. I had a feeling. Yep. No wonder that thing is all tweaked up in the front. It was actually the rear wheel. Oh, the rear wheel. Okay. Yeah, so... Well, the front um, end, the front tire is... The, fr- the wheel is all lopsided, too. Oh, that may have just been impact and dent. And yeah. But yeah, so um, side of Market <laughs> Street with all the local character prying out spokes from my brake rotors I'm like <laughs> okay that awesome. one's out and that one's out and so we hit two and sure enough went through and tightened all the rest of them enough and got it i did get it relaced at motostrano so all right so i've got two words for you this is a lesson i learned i think many people have learned and i'm going to pass this on so you can learn it through me these two words are Armor all. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I've seen this. I've seen this. (laughs) Yes, Jim's nodding. Yes, I know this. Two things that can go wrong with using armor all on your bike. First of all, don't don't, don't, don't put it on the tires. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, I 
I yeah, I did that. Look how cool and new and black it makes them look. That's how Leif got his bike he sold back. Yes. <laughs> armor all on the tires makes them nice and slick. The other thing is don't armor all your seat. Yeah. <laughs> you just slide right off <laughs> when you're taking off from a stoplight. Like it's cool in a car, but definitely not on a bike. Not on like no. a Triumph uh, yeah. Bonneville either. You just Even slide on right off the end. Right off the back. <laughs> So yeah, another one would be make sure your spark plugs are more than hand tightened when you're trying to bring a bike up from Monterey. Because <laughs> it, it was about one in the morning, rattled out, and you know it became a small fuel air bomb. <laughs> so I'm riding along, and all of a sudden there's this big orange flash right in my crotch. <laughs> and it's like it's, it backed out, and it still had the spark, <laughs> and the piston was pushing all this nice fuel air mixture up. Under the tank and out the sides. That's kind of awesome. It's kind of like Ghost Rider shit. Don't, don't, awesome. don't tell Mike that. He thinks that's cool. He wants to do it to his bike. No, no. I got oh, something. Man. Make sure you tie down your gas tank when you're going long distances. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> a gas can gas. on the yeah. back. Yeah. gas can, yeah. Because I had like a, almost had a firebomb, and uh, these guys were dodging when we went up to Oregon with Knock. And I had no idea. I'm just flying, flying ahead, trying you to. You were keep cruising up. hard. I was cruising hard as fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. I was. I really was. I was cruising so hard, the thing fell off like two miles back, and I, you guys were just like dodging this gas can, like flying through, like a like a red boulder. You know, any moment about to explode. But if it hit one of you guys, it would have just like. I don't know. I see. Uh, I saw the can fly off, thinking Antonio's gonna die right now. <laughs> He's gonna hit this thing. He's gonna die. Yeah. Also, too, another thing is make sure your GoPro is 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 sturdily mounted too, because that was like a mm-hmm. a big rock just flying off too. <laughs> so so let's just strap your shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep it strapped, baby. So, Jim, how often do people bring in a bike that just stopped running and you discover it had no oil? Oh, more often than you'd like to appreciate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I had uh, a friend, a good friend of mine, has a, uh, and it was, it's curious, and I don't, nobody knows why yet, but he has a Connie uh, with uh, ninety-eight or eighty-nine thousand miles on it, mm-hmm. and he, his story is, is that he uh, took the bike for a ride, and came back to his place, and then uh, um, turned it off and went in his house and. Um, came back out and was going to start the bike again and it just went you know didn't want to turn over just was like solid Uh, so he brought it over and uh it it acts like that the 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 rod is locked for some reason but it had all kinds of oil in the engine it it completely Mm. it was completely okay but you cannot turn the crank at all and i've taken out the i haven't taken the top end off but and I have no reason to think that I want to do that because whatever's going on is going to be more work <laughs> yeah. than the thing is worth. You might as well just get a good in, you know get another long block and put it in there. But but I've taken you know cam chain tension route so I could see if it was the top end that was not moving or something else. It would get some place, just some play in the crank. It's locked solid, and I and so the pistons aren't really they're not. Nothing is moving. I mean, you, the, there's a nut on the end of the crank. You sure that, it's not yeah. my engine that's sitting out there? Uh, <laughs> well, we know why yours did that, though. At least that's as you explained it. But this one here, it did not run out of oil. For, and, of course, Kawasaki and rods, they, Kawasaki's not exactly the bike to have if you're uh, hoping to keep rods in it. I had a ZX-11, <laughs> and they used to spit rods right and left. And... and uh, 
and I replaced plenty of ZX11 mm-hmm. engines because the rods would lock up. But oh wow! But they that at least was doing it while it was running, not while it was just sitting there in the driveway. I was going to ask you what, in your opinion, are are there any bonehead motorcycles out there, like by like factory bikes that are just poorly done? What or poorly or, engineered? Or, yeah, that are getting a lot better than they were. But I I I would be nervous about some of the Ducatis and KTMs and things. They're probably fine for running around the hills up here, but I would sure hate to be out in the middle of America with one of those things and have something go yeah. hairy. And, and, and I don't get great reports of their great reliability because, uh, well, I don't know what because, but it's, it's just that there's, there's a service or you know more and sons here and there's mm-hmm. a few over the hill but you try going out in the middle of utah or nevada and having trouble with your ducati ktm all these other bikes that, calling my bike a boneheaded bike <clears throat> we'll see <laughs> yeah. i think it's more just ktm how, yeah. how, how yeah. many miles do you have on it right now yeah like 12 she something. just rides around town anyway yeah well that's good stay very close to the yeah. <laughs> i got a question for you jim what is the most nightmarish bike you've ever worked on the one bike that you just don't said, say I'm pumpkin just, i'm gonna set this thing on fire well their gold wings are there you go they you've got to do so much work just to get the simplest stuff yeah Yeah. isn't the battery really like in the center of the bike no it's off on the right battery is one of the least things but switches and things like that because you just have to tear the bike i think phil's always talking about the water pump on those is a nightmare to get to you have to like split the case or something to get to it oh my god that's in the front that's not too bad you don't get many Water pump, the older ones, the 1000s mm-hmm. and the 1100s, yeah, but that's yeah. still right up front. You got to get beyond the belts, but or down in that lower transmission cover. But yeah, that's not a terrible job. So, like, if there was an 89 Goldwing running for 500 bucks, do you think that's a good deal or not a good deal? Well, there's way more to that story than that. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you definitely have to feel good about what you see and, and, and yeah. how it runs and different things what it looks like did they take care of it uh, you you know you'd know by looking at it probably with your experience that this was something that they just decided they don't want to ride anymore and they want <laughs> looking for a good home for their bike that they cherished for a long time right. or they just put that piece of crap under the tree there and said yeah here here it is the lawn ornament. <laughs> so, do you believe uh, that it's true that a, a certain bike can be a lemon like, oh sure you you have seen bikes that whatever you do some are possessed great <laughs> over yes this they, is what i'm talking about you'll work on you'll work and it, things will break ahead of you as you're going <laughs> they're, bre- they're breaking ahead of you as you go around the bike trying to work and it's it's just it, they're just cursed okay so here's my question because my cafe racer cb750 cafe racer i believe that it's possessed because i keep having to do engine rebuilds over and over if i just get a new engine will that get rid of the demon or is the demon go with the frame as long as you're not the demon yeah. Oh. yeah, there it is. There it is. I don't know. Uh, no, I'm not the last demon. I don't, I don't think. Yeah, there was two rebuilds that the most recent ones that you didn't do, right? Right. I did we're, two we're that failed, and then there were two more that I paid somebody to do that failed. Failed. 
Yeah. What's what's same things failing or other? Oh things? no, it's a different thing every time. Mm. This last time, uh, I think it's the o- the O rings um, between like the the cylinder and the head that oh, yeah, yeah, that get pinched. Yeah. So now it just pukes oil, pukes oil. Well, what, I mean, if that's what happens, you know what happens. So you got to fix that. I mean, that's but it's not like a, one thing after every time we I take know, it apart, then I something know, else I goes know, wrong. I uh, it was the cam before that. It's been a, a piston before that it's good it's so i'm like i'm wondering if at this point if i should just bail on that engine and just well, get a new engine how many times did i rebuild that cb 400 before you were the, you were the right. demon <laughs> well no i just didn't know it wasn't yeah. it wasn't new things over and over it was the same thing over and over yeah so well that's how we learn that's how exactly. 30 years will help out a little bit but but I just paid some heavy dues back in the day. That's yeah. for sure. I was lucky. Jack, you I may not be familiar with Jack Has, Jack Hassler, Jack Cycles back in the day. We, you know where the Robo Bank is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's where he was, and I lived up the street on Mission Drive there, and he took me under his wing. But, but um, I mean, it's not like I'm uh, trained through uh, a service institute or working through Honda shops or anything like that. But. He got me started for three years, and then uh, it was just you got to keep doing it. And the thing is, you got to please people. So you, it's not like you can be too, you know, you can't just th- blow them off. So you can't please everybody, obviously. But uh, but you you do what you can. You get it done. You get it out, and another one comes in, and you just learn something every time. It just takes time to do that. How about this one? Have you had kids or new riders? bring a bike to you that needed repairs because this bike was so above their abilities and you knew that they were either going to die on this bike or they were going to kill the bike in the process. Have you seen a lot of that come through? Not necessarily a lot, but yeah, I've, I, I, you can see some people who are born to die on, <laughs> on their bike. They're, they either don't, they'll have a problem that you know can is can be critical and you can try to and convince them, okay, look, you got you need a rear tire here. This tire is shot. Yes. <laughs> you, you know, it's if you get out in the wet or if you get into a situation and this thing goes, you're going to hurt yourself. Well, I, you know, I just I, I can't do that. I, you know, I'm I'm just going to have to keep doing the way I'm doing it here. It's going to have to keep going, and you just hope that maybe you'll see him again, but or you won't read about him in the paper. That was one of my bonehead moments. I, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I did not get a new tire on the Honda Rebel that I got. I am pretty well convinced that the tire was actually from 86, from <laughs> the manufacturer. It was so cracked, it, it was horrendous. I have never seen any tire quite this bad, and I did work with tires for a year and a half every day. That's, a, um, that's an awesome burnout tire. That yeah. That's an advantage. When you get a bike with the original tire, the thing is, when they get that old, they get very hard, so they're going to last longer, and they're not going to wear out very fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do not listen to that. Yeah, you'll <laughs> die for it. That's why it'll why last tires. longer. Just <laughs> spray armor all on yeah, them. I, yeah. I never bought new tires for that bike either. Which is pretty bad because I sold it to this guy who, who bought it pretty much sight unseen for the asking price. Didn't barter at all. And I was like, you need to buy new tires. Oh, and you, the handlebars are bent and the blinkers don't work. And Did you sell it for more than $500? Fuck yeah. Well, there you go, Liza. Yeah, <laughs> no, I sold that thing for 1200 I bought it for, for Nine. 900 Yeah. It's a murder bike. Yeah. No, I, I've seen that before. I remember one time... Um, 
a couple of us went for a ride up into the hills, and we were going up Graham Hill Road, which is quite spirited. But when we were um, down near the entrance to the campus at that stoplight, this guy uh, pulled up next to us on some sort of 80s cruiser, right? And I looked over, and his rear tire was beyond bald. It was down to the thread, mm-hmm. right? Was this, and I, was this King Calamari? No, no, no. This was a while ago. But I, I remember I like, hey, guy, hey, buddy, you know, you're you're tired down to the thread. Hey, I got his attention, and he went like, yeah, like gave me the what's up, hey. <laughs> so we take off riding on our sport bikes, and next thing I know, he's right behind us mm-hmm. and hauling ass on this like shadow oh, seven hundred or something. And we're starting to hit curves, and we're going to spirited pace, and I just see in my mirror this guy just it, with no gear. Mm-hmm. He's probably wearing, like, a flannel shirt and sneakers. And this kid trying to keep pace with us, and I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> I, I'm just – the next turnout, I, we pulled over. And like, yeah. I want nothing to do with this. Like, I was just – I couldn't believe that when I pointed out, dude, you're down to the thread, he was just like, hey, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> but, ah. Uh, I've done that one a few times where you realize that somebody's either trying to keep up with you and you're above their skill level or or just above their bike's level. Like their bike physically can't take what they're trying to make it do. And you just either have to bite the bullet and keep your your ride and realize that everyone rides a ride or pull over and let them pass you and just go, you know what, dude, it's not worth me having that on my conscience that you were trying to to do something you can't. If you can pass those people with authority, do it. Get out of their way and get them out of your way as yeah, quickly as possible. I usually mm-hmm. I try and yeah. check out as much as possible, and if I can't, I'll just go 500 speed limit. It's like yep. I have another day of riding. It's not the end of the world, etc. Yep. Exactly. Okay, so in a fun bonehead thing, because you know we love this kind of shit, right? So Nock has discovered a perfect little patch of dirt over on the west side, <laughs> the Murder Park. It's so a, it's a parking <laughs> lot. It's a parking it's, it's lot. A parking, it's a dirt, dirt parking, parking lot. lot. And so, and he like, so we were going for a ride, and he like peels off into this dirt and just starts doing like donuts and <laughs> stuff in the dirt. And we're like, you knucklehead. And then it's like, oh, gorilla flat track race. Here's yeah. what I propose we go up there with two cones, we drop the cones, do an eight lap race, and then run like hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like awesome. this. This yeah. is the best right? idea you had. Yeah. So yeah. far. All right, should we I'll make that. the bonus round? Do you have to ride from there back to the garage without getting busted? No, we just got to have the Jeep with the trailer. No, you scatter. No. You scatter the worst, like cockroaches. The worst thing that can happen yeah. is the neighbors come out and complain about the dust. Yeah. But there's no it's, residences it's, there. It's, it's still kind of it's kind of packed right there. It's nice. There's no, it's not dusty. It's usually pretty riveted. It, it, like, uh, it's, it flattened itself right? out pretty good right now. Well, thanks. With yeah. the rain? It's, it's nice. <laughs> 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 the, muddy, the muddy wood chips. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. So, hey, Douglas. Yes. What time is it? I don't know, y'all. What do you think? So for Jim, who doesn't know, um, uh, maybe you know if you're true. This is a true test if you're a real biker or not. Mm-hmm. We all tend to look at porn at night on the computer, but our kind of porn, the Craigslist ads for bikes for sale. So we love to look at bikes for sale, and uh, we try and find something. At a good price, and we share that with everyone. Of a Wait, great, that's like great looking deal at the females found. in the back of the porno. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's not like actually looking at the porn. So <laughs> that's okay. We love to find deals. So Douglas, what did you find? My phone is locked up right now. <laughs> <laughs> of course, right under pressure. Uh, it happens to all the guys. Yeah. 
this has never happened before. Okay, so this, this, so Liza comes to me today and says, "I need you to find something boneheaded on Craigslist." I was like, "Okay." Picture uh, your mom. So yeah. I went to like four, four oh. major, five major U.S. cities and tried to look for motorcycles that were funny or stupid or whatever. And in fact, I came up with this, and uh, I can't remember where this was, but. Um, this is a mini bike with wheelie bars and a helmet for 450 bucks. <laughs> it's a 1969 nice. or 70 Sears runabout mini bike. Uh, <laughs> highly modified flathead Briggs 5 horsepower. Briggs and Stratton. Ported, <laughs> ported and polished intake and exhaust, modified cam, valve springs, removed the governor, removed compression release, shaved the ears, whatever that means. Fire, <laughs> fire line in head. Jim, do you know what that means? No. Okay. Big ass 28 millimeter Makuni carb wow jetted customer uh, filter. on a five horsepower <laughs> Briggs and Stratton <laughs> new front rim and tire disc brakes custom front fender yada yada he goes uh, he keeps going on he says uh, has a kickstand and a go lever instead of a twist grip go lever so, this is the go things lever. that like quad Excellent. uses right Excellent. Uh, comes yeah. to the helmet to the last picture is what it looked like when I got it so for 450 bucks and this thing is is he's not joking when he said there's wheelie bars on there Will he uh, deliver it? <laughs> <laughs> can he bring it by so we can test ride it? To the mountain, yes, right. please. Uh, he, I'm going to pass this around because it's pretty funny. Now, Is it a stunt uh, bike? Like a mini stunt bike or something? Here. Or a drag bar? <laughs> this, it's, something to, so it's something to ride in the pants I, well, this, and get the really seat, laughed at. The seat, <laughs> the seat, basically you're sitting on top of, if not behind the rear wheel, just a tad. So yeah. I could see with like five horsepower and the weight <laughs> distribution that yeah. it would want to come up on you. So. Oh, yeah. His rear wheel is fucked up. It's too. like six inches tall. <laughs> <laughs> Does it come with a monkey you can throw in there? <laughs> that's so crazy. that's the best thing I could find. Uh, Jim, it, it actually looks really clean. It looks nice. Looks mm-hmm. like they did a good, thorough job. Jim, in your professional opinion, what's that bike worth? <clears throat> to me, nothing. But, <laughs> but I'm sure every, they say there's an asshole for every seat. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody br- if somebody brought that to you and said, "Hey, I can't get this to run. Would you no. work on this?" <laughs> no. Just kick it down a flight of steps. I've had to limit my thing to Japanese bikes and stuff. Yeah. Because the Chinese stuff is it would drive you crazy. It just, yeah. it would just drive you nuts. Oh, well, oh yeah, I I know. Let's get to that. Oh, so. In in your lifetime, that's a drag bar, dude. That's not a wheelie bar, or is it? No, wait, that's a wheelie bar. Yes, mm. it's sorry, sick. Jim. In your lifetime, uh, approximately how many bikes have you owned? Maybe, a couple, maybe ten ish. Oh, like that. okay, not, not super. That's doable. Wow. Can yeah. you list them? Started on a CB one hundred. Okay, nice. And then I got a three fifty um, SL three fifty Honda. Oh, right. And then a BSA 650. Nice. Nice jump. And then a uh, 750 Honda. And then a V65 Magna. And That's a great then, bike. The, then the ZX11. Mm-hmm. That yep. was your stupid bike? That, well, no, I've been, well, I, I, I've managed, <laughs> I managed, more than one. I managed to be stupid on pretty much all of them, but, <laughs> but yeah, that, no, that was, that was a good, it was an all right bike that the Magna was the worst one because it ate cams like candy. That thing would just go hmm. through cams every 7,000 miles really? because yeah. they made the mistake of, of oiling the valve head area by going through the transmission and then up from there. And it only like had about seven pounds of pressure. Oh, wow. uh, and the fix was they uh, 
Uh, and uh, stop making it. No, they put <laughs> they, they put a can in back of the oil filter and ran the lines up to the heads with that. Uh, yeah. Excuse me. And um, so that you had about seventy pounds of pressure, and you could do that. But that fix hadn't come out before I burned out on it, and I said, "That's it." More fun one was the RC. I got an R, uh, one of the first RC fifty ones that came into. Oh, oh. yeah, one of my was, dream bikes. And that was a that was a great bike, and I did a lot of touring. I put fifty four thousand on it. Nice. And touring Canada and all around the West Coast. Oh. All, all on an RC fifty one. Wow. Yeah, but uh, when I did manage to go back to the hip story here, the the when the screws were in the side, I, my leg didn't work as good, so I. Yeah. Uh, so I decided that that was too tight. Uh, I was too tight on that bike, and it was driving me crazy. So I went to Laguna Seca and set on a, a, a V-Strom, uh, the DL1000, oh, mm -hmm. and that was so nice and comfortable. And I liked to tour, and the V-Strom offered a big gas tank and comfortable er ergonomics and sit-up, nice sit-up position. So then I got the, nice. I got a, the DL, which I still have. You still have. Three, and yeah. then you took a step backwards. What happened? What was the next thing you bought? Uh, well, I don't know what. What else do you have right me. now? Right now, I have the new T Max uh, Yamaha <laughs> T Max scooter, and I'm that, that is an e ticket right. You, <laughs> you, if you ever rode something like that, you you would throw all your other bikes away. I was gonna say because every time I see him, mm -hmm. like I see all the bikes there, like he's mm -hmm. always, always on the scooter, mm -hmm. and then I, even on the Sundays when I see him with, uh, because you, you meet up with your friends over at the Harbor Cafe, mm -hmm. he's always on the scooter. And well, the scooter in the local area here is perfect for yep. things you want to do because I go shopping on it. I do everything. I'd rather my truck, which I have, I just put in the garage in this any time that's riding with it, but. But it's a little, you know, you can carry stuff under the seat. You can strap things on, and it it's, gets great mileage and stuff. What size engine is it? 530. Oh, oh really? Wow. Yeah, that's pretty big. Yeah. That's a, that's and a, I toured it. I've taken it up to a happy camp and around a 1,200-mile ride. Uh, I did that on my uh, Majesty 400 before I got this, too. And that was a great scooter. And never gave me any problems is this, this the one that's parked is this the one that looks like a motorcycle until you pass it yeah yeah and then the you like start wave waving too, and yeah. you're like oh <laughs> psych exactly it does. <laughs> or it's passing you yeah yeah <laughs> oh. oh i did talk about your triumph that um the scooter, the scooter is great because it has, and this one's especially good. Most of them have centrifugal clutches where the the, the clutch kind of springs, uh -huh, springs out to yeah. grab. Well, this one has a clutch pretty much like a bike, that but the spinning part brings it together. Oh, like a CVT. So it's just almost right there. Yeah. So I was going to up to uh, West End of Town one time. It was down here at the, the Highway Nine. The freeway and Highway Nine, getting ready to go up the hill up there, and and a, a Triumph Triple, a six seventy five or something, was there next to me, and and uh, you could you know he's a younger guy, and he's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so and so the we were right at the very front with the cars, and I thought oh so I. As soon as the light changed, I hit it, and, it, <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, I stayed. Awesome. I stayed ahead of him for probably a hundred yards, but you could, wow. he awful. was on it. <laughs> he blew past me pretty fast, but yeah. but it surprised the crap out of me. That's good. Sure. I, I did that. Good. I did that recently to a Harley on my Elite One Fifty. Yeah. <laughs> I can win any thirty foot race on that thing. Mm. <laughs> That's about it. It's a thirty foot bike. Huh? That, that thing. Yeah. That thing is like throttle pinned everywhere you go, though. Yeah. I did that on my Ninja 250, I uh, was lane splitting behind some Harleys, 
and they were going a little bit too slow. We got up to a stoplight, so I shimmied and got next to them and took off in the stoplight when it went green. And I could see in my rearview mirror because they were wearing the the skin lids. Mm -hmm. They were so mad and they were looking at each other (laughs) (laughs) and they didn't want to like raise attention, I guess, or something. We get to the next stoplight. I have to stop next to him and I'm like sitting there and I'm like, oh my God, this is how I die. (laughs) I I just offended these guys and they're giant and they look over and they like smile at me. And I'm like, oh, thank God (laughs) you took that the right way. (laughs) So Jim, any of these bikes you've had, do you buy like, fixer uppers and fix them up there's no money in it for me I, it, it just costs too much to to put them back and try to make money you're doing it as a labor of love yeah or it's going to be something now in my past i've gotten calls from people wanting to sell bikes and like a gs one a gs 1000 mm-hmm. that had 150 miles on it and the guy wanted little or no money for it well that happens and when you can when when that when that happens if you can pick it up and turn it well you might make a few bucks but most of them need if you're going if you're going to be responsible about handing over something because i'm i'm kind of being a shop they're going to kind of expect that this is not yeah. a piece of crap it's going to and you're going to have to represent it as well look you don't need anything it's got the tires it's got the you know mm. it doesn't need forks it, it runs good yeah it's like so in order to do all that to a bike it's going to cost it costs even at even at my cost but not even thinking about labor you're going to be putting some money into these things yeah. just to turn them and try to get the person to give you a, a little bit more than you actually put into it. But you don't do it just to get a good deal on something that you know you can fix up? Well, I haven't seen it happen often enough, that's for sure. Every yeah. On occasion, every once in a while, that might happen. Most of them, well, it doesn't, I try to avoid that too, but again, they bring in these bikes that they, it turns out that the bike, cost them more than they were prepared to spend and they pretty much want to walk away from it so you might end up leaning a bike that you can maybe eke out a little bit but some of those things aren't even worth what what you had to spend to make them run so right better get some money up front but when they bring stuff like that in or you might end up eating it do you have you ever had somebody with a a strange reaction when you have to tell them that the repair is going to cost more than it's worth I've learned that you've got to be on the phone with them, taking them through the whole ride, you know. Yeah. So, and if you see something that looks fishy, have them run down a couple of hundred bucks. Once they're invested to a certain degree, oh, well, right. then they are they'll they will at least follow through. But you got to keep them invested, both you know, communicating with them, invested in what's going on, and monetarily to stay on top of what's going on here, or you're going to end up with a a piece of junk in your <laughs> lot that you really don't need to have around. Another lawn ornament. Yeah. So, I think we're going to ask you the question. Mm. Is there a bike? <laughs> is there a bike that you've known of, lusted after, seen, maybe ridden but never owned that you wanted so bad that you would take it up the butt for it? I guess the RC51 was one that I was prepared to spend. I never bought a new bike prior to that. Right. And I decided oh. when that came out and with all that was going on in GP racing, the twins and this one here, uh, that that would be my uh, the one that I wanted. It's, it was a disappointment because it was definitely underpowered and overweight for what it oh, was. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's not. 
There's nothing. I mean, you consider that they gave it. You may even know about this new GP bike that they're putting out now. That's a hundred thousand yeah. dollars, mm-hmm. but they're yeah. they're only giving you a hundred horsepower. Yeah. When they can get two hundred plus horsepower out of the thing if you spend another seventeen or eighteen thousand dollars for their kit or whatever it is, which they won't sell to anybody in the United States. It is yeah. So it sounds like you like speed. I did. Oh, in those days, yes. I, I well, love But how about now? Just go to Lampico. <laughs> like, like, like a classic Indian, a mint condition Indian. That doesn't do it for you? No, well, not. You mean the old one? Yeah, like a 34 or something. Yeah, I would be afraid it would break on me. While you're tra- for speed, not for speed. You're for, being too realistic. Just, just, to, just to put around town on and just show off as a as an okay. iconic bike, that would be well, fine. You're, you're, how about an actual MotoGP bike? What if I can arrange this for you? Sure. You take it up the butt for an actual GP bike? But how about a vintage like Kenny Roberts bike? Let's hmm? see. I'm I'm I I'm I'm thinking actually the one that really interests me yeah. is that uh, the that Super Duke with the GT the or the, uh, the Okay. I, I, that's the one that You got to say the phrase that pays though, Jim. Hmm? You got to <laughs> say the phrase that pays when you say you want it. I would take it up the butt for well, first you gotta let Beautiful. me. You gotta let me ride the thing before I. Oh, you'll I, ride it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. That's the highlight of my day right there. <laughs> that's a good one. So we're we're getting to the end. Does anyone have any last bonehead things they want to add? <clears throat> um, I have one. When I got the. When I got the Rebel, um, I started and I learned how to ride completely on it. I learned, unbeknownst to me, how to ride on steering head bearings that were so notched mm-hmm. it looked like a ratchet, like a socket. Um, <laughs> I got on somebody else's bike and almost killed myself. <laughs> I remember I this. I had no idea how to ride a bike that wasn't ruined. Without by... zigzagging down the road? Yeah. <laughs> I replaced the steering head bearings and I actually, I think I asked Doug if I could put my old ones back in. <laughs> Yeah, she did. I remember that. Because it was so awful. Oh, my God. That was so retarded. <laughs> I was, like, looking for all the bearings and, like, cleaning them off. And he comes back in. I'm like, can I put them back in? I do not like it now. And <laughs> yeah, now that it's all nice and smooth yeah. and not moving around. I don't want a bike that works. I, I know what we can uh, close this out with. Uh, bonehead. This is real bonehead. Mike. Last week we left off with pumpkin. You put the engine in and it was puking coolant. Wait. The pumpkin report. <laughs> <laughs> so you took it apart and I think you found out why it was puking coolant. What did you find? Uh, well, I found out that you're supposed to, um, <clears throat> well, first of all, work on your, your, your bike during the daytime. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and with natural and lighting, <laughs> yes. or, light. or, yeah. or with enough first, light to detect uh, uh, what was the problem. So first mistake: working in the dark. Okay, next. working in the dark. Also, uh, and just acknowledging, I guess that you know when you're putting a new engine in, that you should not expect to get it done in a day and yeah. have it running. All right. So why? Well, I don't. I don't want to say because I was oh, so upset on. last week. I didn't even. Call. I left. I was like, I seriously, I was like, I can't do this tonight. I'm not going to be funny. I got to get the fuck out of here. And, and what'd you say? Well, you're I funny now. Masturbate in my tears. I said you have to go home and drink <laughs> up in your tears. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they do make the best lubricant. So, so what, it, it was, why it, was it puking? Coolant. Well, there, there's two ports where the uh, the coolant goes through mm-hmm. on the side cover case where the clutch is, 
uh, and on both of them, I didn't clean off the gasket. And not only did I not clean the gasket off, I just didn't take it off. You so, had the old <laughs> gasket. Yeah, dried on and crusted. So, oh, so the old gasket plus the new gasket? Was yeah. no, no, it was bits of old gasket Big that were chunks, on there. Oh. Large chunks of old gasket left. But the, the gasket in its entirety was gone. But just chunks of the old gasket still stuck you know, it's... to the engine. And then he just plopped the new gasket <laughs> on and tightened it up. Right. It it's was dark. The... I always remember how upset I was when we were trying to get oh, the yeah. inside. Yeah. Of oh, it. yeah, it's, yeah. it's funny how that works. More sealing, but it doesn't seal. How does that work? <laughs> <laughs> just um, keep adding more gaskets to it. So is it leaking yet? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I was just, I put a message because me and uh, Zach were scissoring today underneath the bike. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was great. Oh, <laughs> so I just put on, on the comment, uh, the Scissor Sisters making pumpkin pie. <laughs> so oh, I would gross. say. That's not whipped cream. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so, please, so, please don't tag me in that. Okay, so this is where we're at with the thing. Um, we, we put the case, I cleaned it all off today. Lon was uh, nice enough to come by with some mm-hmm. tools and. We cleaned out all the little, what do you call those things that hold the, the, the plate? And the little ring things uh, that go Guide rods. Guide mm-hmm. rods, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I cleaned out the powder coat oh, the and those. Dowels, yeah. And then we, we cleaned the entire surface on both sides. And I put the gasket on. And then we had, Shay was here today, works at the BMW dealership. And he had all types of shit to say. He's like, don't use that gasket. Don't use that gasket. I'm like, it's a brand new fucking gasket. Why wouldn't I use it? But it, anyway, well, we put it back on and it leaked again. But leaked the oil this time, not coolant. Yeah, so we're kind of in the plus now. So to Mike. Let's give a round of applause. You won Bonehead of the Week. Wait, 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 wait. Wait. Oh. But then he was ready to get it started. Where's the key, Mike? Oh, uh, you left the key at home. <laughs> oh. So, Bonehead. No, but what I did what I did to to remedy it was I'm gonna get a new gasket and I, I've gone through like fifty dollars in oil so far. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I got the cheap oil this time. And I'm coming, and then also Zach did the timing on it, so he helped me out a lot with that today. We put the coolant in first with the drain plug open to make sure that it wasn't leaking coolant, um, and then it was it was fine. But then when we put the oil in, it started leaking out of the gasket. So I pulled yeah. it off, and I got this um, gasket sealer that you gave me. I guess it rubberizes, and I cleaned the entire surface of everything really well. Um, and then I used a carb cleaner, and then I wiped it again. I dried everything out with the air spray. Thing. I actually did like took it serious this time. <laughs> and, um, and I put the rubber on the, the engine case. I put the rubber stuff on the gasket, and then I put it on the, the actual outside case. Put it on, closed it up, let it dry a little bit, and um, it seems to be holding. So we put oil in. It's perfect. We put coolant in. I got my key and turned it on, and it sounds like it wants to go. Mm-hmm. So now I have to drill the bolts out. And then the battery was dead. Yeah, the battery's <laughs> dead. Yeah. What sound does it make when it wants to go? Caca, caca. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, wait. I got, I got one, one more thing to say. Yes. I want it because I'm coming up with a new name do. for it, and I'm gonna get the decals. I'm gonna call it Pumpty Dumpty. Pumpty Dumpty. <laughs> are you like, like? It's gotta put. You sh- can't are you keep like changing Puff the name. Puff Daddy, you're gonna change your name like every three yeah, months. It's That's the right. bike formerly John, known as Pumpkin. It's it, gonna be it, known it as Pumpty Dumpty. It needs to change every time it gets bike, a new engine or a rebuild. Bike you know, formerly known as Pumpkin Cougar Melon Camp. But if anybody's got any suggestions, write them, write them in, um, or leave it on Facebook. Just Pumpkin Junior. Just no, write, write them on Senior now. Write them on old SV parts and send them to Mike. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, yeah, we got a bunch of videos on the YouTube page, and we're gonna just keep putting them up. So every time, everything we talked about on the podcast, hopefully we got on the video, and we'll put them out every week so you can see what we're doing. Yeah, so check out our recycle page and um, the triumph again that happened today. 
on Facebook. Yes, because we are posting more and more videos, which is really cool. How did we not dick any of those people? I was so yeah. fuck. I was they making pumpkin pie. They were uh, like, we just don't have enough dicks. For yeah, yeah. They, no, no, we got plenty of dicks around here. All of them left to get coffee. There was a perfect time. They were gone for like a half hour. Know. We don't have enough dicks for all those trials. Because I don't want to scare people away with nice spikes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, Wait, so then we have to like clean the dicks before we put them on the bikes? I don't know. No. <laughs> the, yeah, they're getting kind of tacky. Does Jim, know, wait, does, nice. does Jim know what we're talking about? Because I think at the sheer scale of the ballet required to dick all those context? bikes quickly yeah. would have been, I think it was overwhelming. Uh, that would have yeah, been a Jim, lot of dicks so flying you know, around. Um, we have some large dildos hanging up here in the garage, and when people come, we plant a dildo on their bike and yeah. take a picture. We try to get a picture Which, of them with the bike. Thank like, you, Mike, because now we can't dick him. You're warning me. I'm going to look forward to a surprise <laughs> on my scooter. Oh, we already got you. <laughs> yeah. You've been got. Um, hey, you guys, there's something else new I wanted to share with everyone. Um, we've started a Patreon page. I'm going to see how this will go. So for those who don't know, Patreon is a way that you, the listener, can contribute to us. If you would like to help support us, the podcast, the garage, um, we can actually use it because we continue to expand our audio equipment and... Break our audio equipment. Apparently no. I broke the new soundboard, so I got to... It's not a new soundboard. It's a used soundboard. Uh, new to us. New, new to, to us. us, or practically new. Uh, it's mused. It's anyway, <laughs> so we're just asking if you like what you're hearing and want to help support us, you can go to our Patreon page, which we should have a link on our our website. It'll, soon. it'll, it'll be on there shortly. I just wrote that on my hand to remember, remember to do. Yeah, and, um, um, and also Patreon is not the usual GoFundMe um, spare changing sort of stuff, if I remember right. No, you can give, uh, we're asking like a dollar, dollar a podcast or whatever you want to give. You can set, the thing on Patreon is you can set the terms, what you're willing to give. And anything helps because uh, just for buying tools and lubricants and paper towels. 10 millimeter sockets. Listen, I brought my own tools and all my 10 millimeters are gone too. And, <laughs> and, and the equipment, it's just a way if you like what you're, what you hear and you want us to keep going it's a way to help us and you can support us so go to the patreon page and if you're feeling yeah it's generous, like we do this every us. week anyways so why not man you know you know just, just give us a couple of bucks or something man <laughs> just give me the money just give me the money give me the money yeah we gotta pay for beer we drink when we do the podcast <laughs> you know like beer a dollar is, a person beer That's is gonna be not a lot expensive. of beer yeah <laughs> you can't expense beer oh i can <laughs> Yeah, like what are some of the things that we're missing right now anyway? In the motorcycle kitchen? lift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know. Some new tiles on the floor. Well, when would be Matt nice. comes here, he's such a big guy, man. I've seen him just pick up the whole fucking bike. Mm. I'm telling you. <laughs> so, just hire him. this is that time of the night to thank everyone for listening. We really appreciate We're sorry it. you listened. <laughs> you sat through an thank hour of this. Thank you for wasting another Give hour us the of your money. Life. Give us the money. I know. I know. <laughs> And thank you, Jim, for coming down. I knew this would be a good one for you because I'm sure you've just seen the bonehead stuff all the time. But you're you're actually very nice. It was very interesting, and thank you for having me. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Jim. Thanks and for coming out. And do, do you want us to send business your way, or are you trying to retire? <laughs> no, I've got to keep going. I, okay. the, the bills keep coming, so i got to mm. keep going. Don't stop. So, yeah, so uh, you, you have your own shop called Jim Cycles, and that's why we just assume your last name is Cycles. Mm -hmm. And... <laughs> <laughs> 
we we appreciate that you're there because there's a lot of times we come down and just pick your brain and get get advice from you. We appreciate that because you see now how what it's going to and how it helps. So I appreciate that. A heads up because I know that some people uh, have mentioned to me that it can be somewhat abrupt. <laughs> Again, I, let me let me reflect that. That's good though. In a course of a day, I can be have people coming at me from three different directions: the phone, customers, and salespeople, and all that. So, I try, if you if you have a problem, I am anxious to hear it. But try to keep it as to the point <laughs> as possible. He's a busy man, everybody. <laughs> you got shit to do. Yeah, Wayne's gone, man. You got the yeah. Got there's the gonna be there's gonna be more of this, but. Uh, well, we try. We try. Mm -hmm. Well, we, we appreciate you staying in business here and helping us out because when we get stuck, we come to you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so, yeah. So thanks, everyone, for, for sticking around this late. I think we're ready to wrap it up. And so, Zach, you want to tell people how they can reach us? You can find us online at MotorcyclesAndMisfits.com, on Facebook at Recycle Santa Cruz. Send us an email at RecycleMotorcycleGarage at gmail.com, and you can call and leave us a voicemail at... 831-291-5112. And, of course, all these things are in the uh, show notes. I put a link to all these. So if you have a bonehead story of something you've witnessed or seen I break or bolt. done yourself. <laughs> or a name for pumpkin. Send us uh, an email or a voicemail. We'd love to hear it. Old Kawasaki Ninjas takes eight quarts of oil. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see who, who's the bonehead next week. It, it could be any of us. It yeah. really could. All right, on that note, I think we're ready to get out of here. This is Eliza. I am Zach. Adrian. Jimmy. Knock. <laughs> Seriously? You got Come on. Forget? I forgot my name. Knock, knock, knock. Under pressure. Man. From the next lesson, hey. kids. Still I wasn't ready. Back. Jim Cycles. This is Cat. <laughs> this is Douglas. Mike. Bye. Wow. Charlie. 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 Charl